0: This is the Opening Market podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Jim McCormick of AgMarket.net here at the Opening Market session. Uh, Jim, what are we seeing in those grain prices right now?
1: We're seeing a little bit of a mixed bag right now. We saw pressure in the corn and bean market in the overnight session. I think that rally has to do with a change in the forecast. If you look at the six to ten day models that came out yesterday afternoon and even kind of the overnight runs uh we're seeing a back the the heat dome that's really baking the western part of the midwest is going to start to slide a little bit further southwest it looks like which opens the door for better chances of rain across all the midwest but more importantly it also gives the shots of rain for parts of iowa and nebraska where it's been really dry so you're maybe seeing a little bit of weather premium come out of the market on the other hand the wheat market was trading higher wheat egypt was in for wheat the other day um, they pulled the tender. Now it looks like they're trying to do a couple private sales. The anticipation is we will get that bulk, if not all that business. Australia pretty much is booked out for the next 90 days. If you want to buy wheat, you can't get it for over three months. So uh, Europe's sold out. We're still debate if you can't get the grain out of the Black Sea. Still debate going on. So we're going to get some of that demand. We are the cheapest wheat in town. That had the wheat market up substantially last night, almost up to 20 cents higher. So that is also offsetting some of the weakness in the in the grain and the weather situation. So the corn market wasn't down quite as hard as the beans last night.
0: Right. And you know, Monday we saw decent gains. Yesterday we saw those losses again. You know, where does logic say that we should be right now? I mean, obviously we're still in a weather market, right?
1: I think we're still in a weather market. And if you kind of look at where we're at, like if you just look at, at the corn market right now, we, you know, we had those lows early in the month, right around the 566. Then we had that rally into the kind of the report the middle of the month back to five or six fifty or six fifty eight okay we're just kind of chopping in that range and that's kind of the value at the moment So the market kind of sees where this crops actually at remind you you know the corn carry out for this what the government gave us here in July was only one billion four hundred and seventy million bushel Carry out now that seems like a lot, but to get that, remember, they used a record yield one hundred and seventy seven If you would start dropping this national yield down to let 's say one seventy five one seventy four as we found out this heat really did some damage during pollination, that balance sheet would really tighten up very, very quick, and that could cause some demand rationing to have to come forward. You know, Part of that's going to depend on what's going on as well as in the Ukraine. There's been a lot of optimism, a lot of rhetoric over the last couple of weeks, the last couple of days, that there's close to getting some kind of a deal that would allow um, the grain that's been kind of clogged, up to 20 million metric tons of old crop grain, and then potentially this new crop harvest to be exported on the world market. But let's face it, when you're dealing with Vladimir Putin, nothing's a guarantee at this point in time. Mind you, he was telling the world all the way up to the day he invaded the Ukraine, he was not going to invade Ukraine. So we'll see if they can get a deal done. If they can't get a deal done that would probably encourage more demand to come back to the United States. Also, mind you, you've still got not just raging heat here in the United States, you've got a lot of heat going across parts of Europe, actually record high temperatures. Now, if you remember, you look at where Europe is, northern hemisphere, they're essentially on the same kind of growth cycle that we are for their corn production. And so, you know, if they're having pollination problems like us, potentially the European crop could shrink. If they can't buy the Ukrainian grain to fill that, that lost production, potentially that's even more demand for the United States down the line. So this weather market, uh, even though it seems like it's died down a little bit, it's still probably hanging over our heads at this point in time.
0: Right. And, you know, with that, uh, oh, how do I say, the void in in export production that we might see that we could fill in, uh, you know, obviously earlier we were talking about Brazil as well with that soybean crop. You know, it wasn't too great. So we're looking at, you know, potentially even earlier that we'd be the, the, the cheap market for beans again. So You know, honestly, it's probably still looking like we could have a pretty good uh, gap to fill this year as long as we have that good crop, right?
1: Well that's it. I mean demand is really gonna do it. The dollar's been weakening the last couple of days. It's up a shade today. If the dollar would weaken that would help. But yeah, a lot of things have gonna go into where we are for for the world's at. Like I said, I think the Ukraine issue is probably the biggest issue that'll have the biggest impact. But also, you know, what's going on in South America. You know, Argentina right now is still doing some of its weather issues. They've got some dryness and heat issues going on right now. If they can't cure that, you know, Start seeing better weather going into the fall, their crops could hinder. So the world situation still stays relatively tight. Um, you know, if you look at where you are, the high inflationary cost of food that that's going to keep I think end users in general around the world wanting to try to keep their stocks full. Um, you know, to try to drive down the price of food for their um, you know for their populations.
0: All right, and you know obviously uh, livestock markets aren't trading yet, but what are we expecting to see in that marketplace today?
1: Well, right now I think you're going to continue to see a little bit of a chop I mean if you look at the cattle market recently it's just been in a sideways chop for the last couple of months I think that's going to continue to be where we're at um, obviously this extreme heat is having a problem on the production side as livestock just don't do well in this extreme heat we're seeing but on the other hand I think you know the stock markets had a nice little rally the last couple of days the price of gas is coming down dramatically the retail price is down over 50 cents in a lot of places it's over a dollar down in, on the futures market so as a consumer maybe has a little bit more more money in his pocket stock market seems to stabilize hopefully we see the consumers go out there and continue to do a little bit of buying as they still I still like to say it's a summer coming out of two years of covid I still think there's a lot of people that just want to enjoy the summer after being locked in the last two years and I think that hopefully will keep the demand somewhat strong, maybe even stronger than normal, rally because normally you get to those dog days of summer where people don't want to go out, it's too hot. But I think, like I said, after being locked in the in the house for the last couple of years for COVID, I think hopefully that demand will stay strong all the way through Labor Day.
0: All right, Jim, lots of great information today. Uh, for those of our listeners who would like to learn more and get in touch with the folks at agmarket.net, how can they do that?
1: You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758.
0: That again was Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. We'll go ahead and take a look at those opening market prices. September corn is down 3 even at 593 and 3 quarters. December corn down 5 even at 590 and a quarter. August soybeans down 17 even at 1460 and a quarter. November soybeans down 16 and a half at 1341 and 3 quarters. Soybean meal down 360 at 402.70. Soy oil up 6 cents at 60.84. Chicago wheat is up eight and a half at 821 even, Minneapolis spring wheat up 6 even at 935 and 3 quarters, Kansas City hard red wheat up four and three quarters at 874 even, and September oats up three quarters of a cent at 480 even. On the Merck, August live cattle are down a dime at 135.62, August feeders up 22 cents at 178.97, Lean hogs up a dollar at $1.13.82. Pork cutout up 97 cents at 117.67, and class 3 milk down 3 cents at 22.51. And that's been a check of the opening markets. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later for the closing market podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.